You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. With the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program, you can attend the concert or show of your choice and earn credit towards your next live event. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats app. To make things even better and easier, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back, Vivid Seats Rewards. For the month of September, earn double credit back from 10 to 16% on all your purchases through the Vivid Seats app. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Every purchase is backed by 100% guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program today. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code POSTSEASON at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sambrano. Host of Locked On Rays on the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Himalaya, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, we are nearing closer and closer to the big day, the big wild card game, about 36 hours or so. Uh, I'm going to get pumped up for it by watching. I I honestly don't watch a lot of National League baseball, but tonight I will be watching that wild card. You you got it's like your warm up, you know. Yeah. Uh, you got you got to take your few hacks before you go out to bed, and and that'll be it for for us today. You know, get some NL baseball in our bloods. And throughout, I'll be like, why doesn't the National League have a DH? Why aren't they getting <laughs> with the program already? But right, we'll, we'll yeah. save that for probably an off-season discussion. As of right now, we have bigger matters to discuss. And Ulysses, you were, uh, I think, you're probably in a coffee shop talking with Eric Neander and Steve yes. Sternberg and brainstorming <laughs> and getting all the numbers and analytics and and getting all the inside info, if you right. will. And you have three big questions that you kind of came up with three big questions leading yes. to this wild card game. And I think they're very pertainable and, and very interesting to see how they will shake up relating to the lineup, relating to the pitching, relating to how the Rays decide to approach this game. So I'll let you go ahead and take it over. What you have, <laughs> what you came up with. Okay. So my first one is who plays first base uh, with Yandi and Jiman Choi most likely having you know weak feet mm-hmm. uh, due to their injuries. Do play Nate Low, who they've shown they have no trust in uh, with his glove, or you sacrifice a bat by playing Darno on first, and then have Zunina behind the plate for Morton. Okay, that that's one big question. Yeah, and for me, I would say you've got to do what you can to prevent. Mike Zanino from batting. I think that is the biggest thing I agree. because he has struggled and, all season long. Yeah. I mean, in his last 15 games alone, more recently, uh, his slash line is 133, 133, 233. That's Oof. not going to cut it against Sean Manaya, 
Mike Fires, uh, an athletics bullpen. You, you just can't have a dead bat in there. In my yeah, uh, it's one game and one dead bat. Is, you're, you're playing with your hands tied. You know, my hands are tied because there, there's no way that you, you, you do that. Now, if it's Manaya, who's a lefty and he's been nothing but dominating, I think maybe you throw in a guy that we didn't even uh, talk about, which is Jesus Aguilar. Yeah. He mashes lefties. You put Aguilar on first. And, and, and I think, I mean, I think he has a 130 WRC plus against lefties, which make him, makes him 30% better than, than average mm-hmm. against lefties. So uh, I would keep Travis Darno behind the dish, keep the bat in the lineup, and don't sacrifice the offense. And, then you get, and now you have Choi and Yandi in a high-leverage situation where even a good at bat, like we mm-hmm. know that those two guys can give you, it could even produce a walk. Yeah. You know? and, and that could be a game-changer. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Jesus Aguilar, he's batting 236 against lefties and righties. So, and, and of course, more power from uh, facing lefties. But Nate Lowe is also a guy that's done well against lefties this season. He probably hasn't seen a lefty as good as Sean Manaya if he does get the nod. But I would have no qualms about putting him in the lineup to start or, um, you know, starting uh, Aguilar at this point. You, you just hope, you expect that there's not going to be a ton of balls hit to that side of the infield right. where you're, you're forcing uh, either Lowe or Aguilar to make a ton of plays. I mean, they can catch the ball or, that's thrown to them. or Right, but, but, but the, the special play, like we've actually seen Choi make uh, a, a few times during the season and it has surprised us. I don't know if Choi, if he's in the lineup, if he's able to make those sort of, sorts of plays that he yeah. did this year with the feet. Uh, how they are right now, his legs. So it'll be very interesting. That that's number one. Yeah, I, and again, I think it's it's one of those kind of good problems to have because you do have some versatility with uh, some guys that can hit the ball a little bit. But you know, first base, you just hope that. I mean, and also the the Athletics, they don't have a ton of lefties, so you're right. not going to expect them to hit the ball to that side of the field that much or you wouldn't think that would happen which then would lead to maybe uh this is all for naught and they're just going to put jimon Choi there possibly possibly and i think whatever you do okay i'm fine with whatever option as long as it's not mike zanino coming up in the order i think <laughs> yes. we can agree on that all right and, awesome. yeah that's for sure uh number two uh who gets the call uh, if Morton goes only four or five innings, is it Glass now? Is it McKay? Or is it a bullpen combination? Because, you know, it can be very impressive when you see a combined bullpen effort to throw four or five innings scoreless, but it is impressive because it can be very difficult. I mean, you need a handful of guys to come in, not get negatively affected by the pressure, by the situation, the moment. So odds are that two guys will you know, be right and effective more than five guys. Mm-hmm. So perhaps the best scenario, you know, obviously is that, you know, we have Morton providing seven innings and then you can throw Anderson and Pagan and good night. But if the situation happens where Charlie is only giving you four or five, uh, I, I have to go glass no for three and then Nick Anderson or Pagan. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it. yeah, I think you've got to do whatever you can to get to that eighth and ninth inning where you can just okay, it's easy peasy, just throw out Nick Anderson and Emilio Pagan. 
Um, it's, it's winner go home, win at all costs, pull out all the stops. Um, I'm, I'd be a little bit leery about turning to a Brennan McKay in a long relief role, or maybe even just for an inning or an inning and two thirds, whatever it may be. Because again, the A's are stacked with righties. I mean, really Matt Olson is, is their only big lefty lefty bat. So, uh, and McKay, a rookie, he's there. I know there's been comparisons in, in the past to David Price, but at this point, Brendan McKay is no David Price. So, you know, you hope that with Charlie Morton, you hope he can go more than four or five innings, but if that's right. only the case, then you've got to put, I think, in my opinion, you've got to put Tyler Glass now out to, to finish the job and get things going. And if he only yes. throws two innings, three innings, whatever it is, maybe he can pitch on four days rest instead of five days rest. Do the uh, maybe a little more marked down CC Sabathia Brewers yeah. approach where they're pitching them like every three days and having them go long. And I know you want to kind of be leery about that because he is just coming off of injury. Glass now is, but he's looked so dynamic and, and looks like he hasn't missed a beat since he's been back playing for the race. So I would, uh, Morton Glass now, if, if the A's yes, hits against that combination, then tip the cat. Right, exactly. If Morton come, comes out firing, but, you know, gets a little bit bogged down, hopefully not on walks, but maybe long at bats, and he's, you know, staring at 100 pitches by the fourth or fifth inning, uh, I think the guy to go to would be Glass now. I don't think you, you get cutesy with matchups in the bullpen. <laughs> I think that's just very, very tricky. That, that, that works in a long season, but one game... It's just the odds are that two guys will come out better than five guys. Like it's just two. It's just mm-hmm. the, the likelihood is it's very scary. It's very scary. And Glass now, I would take over Oliver Drake over Diego. Yes. it makes it easy. I mean, you want to talk about making it easy on the coaches? Okay, Morton, he only lasts this far in the game. All right, we know what to do. Have glass, have glass now clean it up, and we're done. We don't have to work with the matchups or anything like that. And, and like you said, get cute with it. Just two guys, get it done, get to the eighth and ninth inning, and go home. And then you have uh, – and then I know some people are going to be like, well, you can't burn everybody because then on Friday – this is the game to get it. But even for those people that are saying, well, you know, what about Houston? What about Houston? Okay, we have Snell, you got McKay, and you got Yarbrough. Those are starting pitchers. Oh, also you have Chirinos. Um, they're not fully stretched out, all of them, uh, except for maybe Yarbrough. So, and you're not going to use them in a wild card. Mm-hmm. So you have those guys. So, but Glass now needs to be in this game if Morton does not go seven. Yeah, and that's the series where you can get cutesy instead of yes. in this game against the Athletics. And your third question we'll get to after the break. This postseason is brought to you by Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code postseason at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., an ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. 
Download the app for iOS or Android for free, browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKEDON. All right, Ulysses, we got to your two big questions leading into the wild card game. Your third is? Well, we said Johnny Davis on yesterday's episode should be in the roster, uh, but he would obviously take somebody's spot from the roster. So who who will it be? Will it be Guillermo Heredia? Will it be uh, D-Rob? And I think this one is difficult because um, I think actually neither gets cut. Unfortunately, it'll be a a good fuel story that will get cut, and that's Mike Brousseau. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be left out of the roster. Um, They'll need Heredia for the outfield if Keke gets pinch hit for. Um, They love the defense, so they're not going to put anybody but Heredia there in the center field. Um, they might even put Heredia in the corner outfield spots uh, if the the other two guys are are pinch hit for. So I think Cash and company have shown that once they take out Bilao uh, from second base, they place Wendell there, and then they give D Rob a shot at the hot corner. Mm-hmm. Nobody else, because uh, maybe Duffy gets pinch hit for again. So I think it's Brousseau who will get cut. Yeah, and it would have been nice to see Brousseau, but they really didn't do him any favors down the stretch where you're not playing and you're sitting and you're just getting opportunities few and far between. And he is a rookie player, so maybe they don't want him in that big spot anyway. But it would have been nice to see what he could do in some September ballgame because he was so great for the team early on in the season. I really hope that he earns his spot and gets a chance to really compete because he's so versatile infield, outfield, and – the the energy he brings to the club is just a fun guy. He's he, there, there's this story about like he's organized these Red Bull shots. So before the game, <laughs> you pour some Red Bull in a little solo cup, and then you chug just little things like that. That kind of yeah. I mean, he's just we've said it before. He's a ball player. That's what he is. Yeah. He's not the most fleet of foot. He's not the most athletic guy. He's not the most wow player. But he's almost in. I hate to use the comparison of Ben Zobris, but in that mold of he just does a, does things that can help a team win with and, and his, his ability to play baseball, offense, defense, whatever it is. And, and uh, he, clubhouse he, kind of, he kind of reminds me of – you said Ben Zobris, but you know who reminds me of Ben Zobris is Joey Wendell. Yeah. And I think Joey Wendell also uh, you know, has shades of Brousseau or you know, vice versa. Just guys that you know, probably were never the top at any type of skill, bat skills or, or glove skills or, or running, but – they just—they're just the whole package. I think that, and and what I love about all those three players is that the hustle is always there, mm-hmm. and you, and and you don't need any talent to hustle to run to first to run uh, to run it out. And I've never seen those three guys take take uh, take a playoff. And, and I love I love that. And an even better story: Brousseau, of course, was undrafted, um, not a lot of hype coming out of college or through the minor leagues. And his like parents are like steel workers in Indiana. So you talk about yeah. blue collar mentality. That's blue right. blue collar mentality and and working for what you earn, not just you know some 
uh, first round pick that was given a, a five million dollar signing bonus, and you know, oh no, he's had of, to work. Yeah, he's had to work, and that's awesome. And and great for the Rays for feeling him out and seeing that this is a guy that not very often that undrafted players make it to the big leagues or even make it to the high levels of the minors, and right. that's a guy that's been able to do it. Now, as far as your question on say if it was D Rob or Heredia, I think in this wild card game, it's I think like you said, both will probably get the opportunity, although. Uh, if the Rays make it to uh, the ALDS, it might be a bigger question because the Rays right. are likely to, to bring on more pitchers. But I, I would honestly probably have to go with D-Rob just because of what he can do uh, defensively on the infield. I mean, the outfield, I, I, w- I would be leery about taking Kevin Kiermeyer out of center field, even with the lefty-righty bat of you know, trying to work those matchups with Heredia and and so on and so forth. I, right. I just want that presence in center field. And then you've you've still got Fam, Garcia, and Meadows that can fight over the corner infield spots. You DH one of those guys and and go from there. Well yeah. D Rob, you know, he provides a righty bat in, in case you want to sub for Wendell or Lau, B Lau that is. And, you know, say Matt Duffy's struggling, not getting anything going. You could use D-Rob at third, too, at the hot corner. So if I did if I did choose one of those guys, I'd probably lean more towards Daniel Robertson as, just, as far as getting another right-handed bat, if needed, into uh, the middle infield or, or uh, left side of the infield. Gotcha. No, so, I, it's, it's, it's a good one because I, I don't think he's been the same guy that he was before the surgery, before he was demoted. I think he's looked a little bit better at the point. Yeah, and hitting the ball the other way. And, and really the numbers, if you look at Heredia and Robertson's numbers in September, they're pretty similar. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll tell you this. I would not want early season D-Rob on the roster. I no, feel like that. no, I'd thank be like, you. That's an infield version of Mike Zanino. And not to criticize Mike Zanino, but it is what it is. We, we got to put it, it out there. Right. And now, Ulysses, I've got a question for you. Okay. Um, and it'll probably be decided later this afternoon uh, as to who the athletic starting pitcher is going to be. Is it going to be Sean Manaya, the lefty, or Mike Fires, uh, the righty? As a Rays follower and fan – who would you rather the Rays face? Is it Manaya or is it Fires? You've got Manaya who has been dynamic in his return this last month. Uh, then Manaya, uh, then you've got Fires who's been pretty consistent all season long, especially at home. Uh, but also the Rays have some familiarity against that guy this season, while the Rays really don't have any familiarity against Sean Manaya. I, I would take fires. I would take fires as a race fan rather than the lefty because I would want to have. Uh, then I, I would feel comfortable putting Choi on, on first base because mm-hmm. I'm like his his bat. I mean the guy is hobbling and he's hitting two for two with a homer and, and, and a double in Toronto. I mean uh, that would that would be a big bat to have. I would feel then even better about putting Kiermaier in center field because now not only is his glove at play but maybe his clutch bat. Can, can come in um meadows facing a righty i don't think he has very uh horrible splits against righties and lefties uh, but i would rather meadows be facing a righty so uh, so many things like that i i would rather face fires for sure right and i think whatever the the a is definitely want to try to neutralize austin meadows as much as they can and that's where right. sean Manaya could come in i mean if you look at 
his 2018 numbers, Manaya allowed two home runs to lefties all season compared to 19 home runs against righties. So it's really just trying to take the power out of the lefties bat. And who knows, maybe the, the A's do something the Rays are maybe looking at doing using both Manaya and fires. Maybe they pull out all the stops. Then that could get really interesting. Yeah, no, maybe exactly. They made they piggyback and then they neutralize the race constructed lineup, and now you have to start pinch hitting for guys that you thought yeah you wouldn't. I mean, these two teams are are very alike. They're mirror images of each other, pretty much. Exactly, you know the 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 two Bay teams, and uh, it's going to be very interesting. I I think people are 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 in for a treat if you like baseball, if you like just the game, the analytics, and the. The way that you can think outside the box, this is the game to, to watch, really. It's going to be very, very well hard-fought game. It's, I'm, I can't wait. I can't oh, wait. Yeah, it's like a sabermetrician's dream. Like everybody at Fangraphs and Baseball Prospectus and all these sites are just going to be going gaga over this game. Yeah. You've got two teams with uh, what a lot of people think are lousy stadiums, but have right. – Great general managers, great analytics, low payroll, and they, they find a way to, to win. And, and the A's were really the, the team that started it with Moneyball. And yeah. the, the Rays over the last decade or so have kind of taken that on and created their new approach to it. So it's going to be very interesting. And uh, quickly, we did put a poll question uh, on Twitter yesterday. What is your biggest concern heading to the wild card game? Uh, 59% said – the Rays offense responding or not being able to respond. 34% said the bullpen imploding. 5% said Morton's starting length. Uh, and then 2% said other. Uh, I got to agree with the majority offense responding. I know how great Same. the offense has been <laughs> as of late, but you know, there's always and been it, those and games. And in that where, order. Yeah, pretty much. And in that yeah. order. Yeah, the offense, um, is Tommy Pham, is he going to go off and have a 3 for 4 game? And and have a couple RBIs, or is he going to be the one that goes 0 for four and didn't and then didn't make any type of mm-hmm. contact? Is Austin Meadows going to see good good at bats? Uh, that's what's worrying me. Uh, first, the yeah. second thing, obviously, yeah, it's, it's a bullpen. You know, if if you don't go Morton Glass now, who do you go to? Drake, Boucher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and with like Morton's starting length again, if he only goes. If you can only go a couple, all right, we know what to do. Bring in Tyler Glass now and be done right. with it. And if Tyler right. Glass now gets hit, then all right, A's. Then yeah, maybe the, we weren't supposed to. Yeah, exactly. Then we yeah. then we weren't supposed to, to to go for it for it. Yeah, it is one of those things. I mean, the A's have been in the playoffs more recently and several more times over the last five, six years than the Rays have. But I mean, both these teams are playing amazingly as of late and, and who knows how much you can go back to what happened five years ago compared to right and now. the rosters are different and all that but I, I know one thing though and I know it's such a cliche thing to say that crowd is going to be loud and it would be such a nice thing obviously everybody wants to do this score first score early but if you want to neutralize the crowd that's exactly what you do so hopefully the Rays play like they did in April and get up to an early lead. So that means, Matt Duffy, we need about three or four bombs from you. That'd be nice, right? <laughs> a big, exactly. big home run performance from Matt Duffy. And, yeah. of course, we'll be continuing our discussion 
on the wild card game tomorrow. We'll have some keys of the game, X factors, predictions, all the good fun right. stuff that'll be on tomorrow's show. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at Locked On Rays. You can also email us at lockedonrays at gmail.com. Again, I'm Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to this show on the new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Rays.